everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Why are you not sleeping much? <laughs> uh, I think just because I didn't get to sleep till really late. But the hotels I stayed in London, so hot. Like ridiculous. Like hot room. I mean, Boney Christ. Well, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm just catching up with stuff. And then, you know, when you've been away, like it's just, yeah, I don't, because I haven't traveled that much since I've taken on as much work as I have now. I'm like, oh, actually. <laughs> It's not quite so easy when you have to ram everything in. It feels so disruptive for like a full 10 days, even just being like away and out of your, you know, domestic space for even a day. Like tomorrow, one of my friends is having a birthday party and she's gone through a hell of a lot recently. So it's like absolutely non-negotiable that I show up, but it's at like, it's in Oxfordshire. I'm going to have to wake up and travel, stay the night. And I'm like in the middle of the week, like I can't think of anything I want to do. Like I know when I get there, it'll be great. But I'm just like the middle of the week, like, no, <laughs> I'm dreading it. Um, so tell us, how did your talk go? You said, you told me on WhatsApp that you got amazing feedback. Bravo. Yeah, I got such good feedback from the talk. I think it's the best one I've ever done. So what did you talk about? What was the crux of it? Uh, so it was for personal trainers. And the crux of it was like, the title was like, how to build an online business and impact more people. Ah. But like the mentorship space a lot of it's really like horrible money orientated like pushy sales like the opposite of what we do mastermind yeah so so it was kind of like the opposite of that now I was proving how you can build successful businesses purely from giving like all we really do is give and then hope people come right or the podcast is literally just giving people free information and then a percentage of those people want to work with us yeah but anyway yeah there was just loads of examples of how you can give and build a business off giving in a nicer way that you enjoy more for the right reasons and you don't have to sell out and you don't have to do icky pushing people's pain points pressure selling people into signing up like overcharging massively tying people into contracts blah 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 so yeah it went really well I love that and I'm so happy you smashed it I'm not surprised and I've always been since I started such a big believer in giving out free content earning the trust of your following and then hoping to monetize from your skill or your information or whatever it is and I that's never changed and like you know on the podcast I always had people who I thought were amazing on I never was like oh no that's competition I was like no 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 people should hear what they have to say that's how I met you and like my fitness fondue blog and like everything just like give people like show them what what you can do show them where you stand on everything and hope that if they buy into it that they will trust you and they will become your following and your tribe and I I I think it's the best way to be and I hate all that competitive nonsense like you say like icky money making scheme like the cold calling of people like you could really use me as a mentor like uh talk about overstepping the mark yeah you do it perfectly I'm so proud of you oh thanks yeah and then I read this really good book called The Go-Giver and essentially it's that vibe of like 
give and you shall receive but if you the whole point is you give without expectation you give because you love it and you give because you enjoy it mm-hmm. and same with like he uses examples of like in relationships as well like don't keep score don't be like oh but I did that for you you should do this for me it's like just if you yeah. give more and you give without expectation you'll you'll end up getting more but you'll just enjoy life in general yes so much more a hundred percent I love that I completely agree I was talking to my client about this today actually she was like I'm such a giver that sometimes it gets to the end and I'm like oh hang on <laughs> hang on I've got nothing in return I'm like yeah but never change that that's such a beautiful way to be and like we were talking about it in the context of relationships I was like one day you'll find a relationship and it will be matched and it will mean everything and it will change everything for you and I just yeah I'm such a believer in it. it's such an important way to be and it's such a good way for you to find fulfillment in your life as well mm-hmm. um Okay, well, well done. Do you have any admin re-EC? Um, do I have? Oh, um, we updated the website, the members site. So everything's a lot smoother now. And all of the people, right. There was a point, this is quite boring. But there was a point where like, I was trying to get guys to make a copy of something that I'd made so that you could edit it. And it was all a little bit confusing. And then for some reason, some people were getting it wrong. Anyway. I've made it much more simple and now there is an editable pdf kimberly has made those and they are up there yay kimberly for the next um okay fab well done anything on the live we have oh the other thing i would say is it that relatable so i got um a public speaking expert to watch and critique everything that i did yeah which was good obviously like some of the feedback is like savage but it did just make me think like good feedback's nice but bad feedback is gold right as long as you can take it and it doesn't like completely it's it's that's how you can improve and I think the same is true with like I don't know if you're asking for feedback on your diet or your form or something like you really should be looking for quote-unquote bad feedback it's not really bad feedback it's just areas that you can improve yeah, 100%. And especially when you hire coaches, there are definitely times that Emma and I basically have to say in a really gentle but direct way, like your form isn't good enough, like you need to get a PT, like that you're going to get hurt. And I'm sure that people are a bit like, oof, like, you know, you don't upload a photo of you unless you want like small, you know, you, <laughs> the last thing you want is your coach to be like, no, 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 no. But it's part of our job and it's only going to make you what you came here to be, which is better. So it is important if you want to progress and you don't want to stay stagnant in any any context of life whatsoever. Sometimes sometimes the feedback you get will be great and it will really help push you forward. And sometimes it'll be hard to take. And I know because I'm Sally sensitive, which is so ironic because I'm such a loud mouth twat. So, yeah, it is important and it, it pushes you to become a better version of yourself, which, again, is why you hire coaches in any space at all. So I completely agree. Great point. Yeah. And then I think it's a skill to give it in a way that it's well received, but it's also a skill to receive it. Yeah. And not just like let it. I think I'm good at the former. I don't think I'm very good at the latter. What, giving feedback but not receiving it? Don't want to hear it. Don't want to look at it. Don't want to know about it. Ah. (laughs) It, It's hard because you will get like a hundred amazing reviews of EC Method and then like one, even just slightly negative one. And we're like, doesn't work anymore. (laughs) It's because they're wrong though. Like that, 
like that big Mitch that was like, um, oh, they didn't even set my calories. I was like, okay, 1,599. Utterly, yeah. utterly ridiculous. Would make the client really happy. We know it's utterly ridiculous. But then you can just it- have a random number generator anywhere between 1,600 and 1,800. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, and then you end up going against your coaching ethos. You know, everyone knows how I feel about the constant necessity to change workouts so clients don't get bored. And I'm like, the reason people are probably like, why does she care so much? Because it goes against good coaching. It goes against optimal training in every context, like your output and your hypertrophy. I mean, it's just not, but we do. And, you know, I I, I make a point of it because I want to be very clear. I'm doing it to keep everyone else happy as a coach. It doesn't make me happy. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like same with like meal plans we could give yeah. out I mean it would take us almost no time we just get Kimberly to make a load of meal plans for every single <laughs> yeah. like and then we just spit them out right but it, the point is we don't want you to stick to them so it would be misleading and it's what people initially come and want I want a meal plan I want workouts that change every single week like but it's not what you need and I think that's where we have to come in with the education and, and be prepared to explain this is why you don't want to change your workouts every week this is why you don't want to stick religiously to a meal plan yeah yeah exactly. okay so on the live we just have people saying hi uh can chance asking if i have makeup on no but i have the good camera you look like you slept in eye makeup and you've got like a bit of you know what i think it is i'm tired and i'm pretty sure i rubbed my eyes i think it's that you rubbed your eyes yeah it looks good though but, i mean you know i'll take it Kanchan. um and then emma saying hey i made a live Kanchan ESG at give or not take her oh okay right Jennifer I remember doing a day course on how to have difficult conversations and the guy saying to make it a shit sandwich yeah, yeah. start with something positive uh that they are doing say the difficult bit and then end on a positive note yeah I think that's such a good way to do it I remember when Lane Norton and Holly Baxter were still married and they were talking about that's how they critique each other maybe that was a sign then it was not gonna it was not gonna go anywhere I can you imagine being married to him I don't think it I've all I often wondered that when I when they did post and stuff together like that I reckon that would be very hard yeah oh I hope they're both okay (laughs) I think they are um the other thing I like about for critiquing have you ever heard of red teaming did I already tell you this no so it's something they use in the army where like, say I came up with a plan of attack for a mission and then you'd red team it. So you'd basically be like, but what if this happens? Have you considered this? Have you done this? Right. And yeah. I'll often, like, sometimes I ask Kimberly to do it to my ideas and she'll be like, well, what about this? And where are you going to find time for that? And what about, and then I'm like, mm, good point. But I think if you frame it as like, will you red team me as in will you point out all the flaws in this idea yeah 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 yeah. and then you're asking someone for their feedback so you're not like just shitting all over someone's ideas you're like okay well I'm telling you this so that you can improve or so that you can consider these points I think the main benefit is literally just saying what you're doing like hey I don't want to shit on your ideas but (laughs) can I point out where there might be things you need to consider this makes loads of sense to me now because James and my friends are the two ex-Special Forces guys and whenever he's talking to them in person or on the phone, this is always how the conversation organically goes and I always am listening, like, they're so, like, so, I always just think they're strategists, right, because Special Forces, 
you know, professional sportsmen in a team, team sportsmen. I'm like, oh, it must be really like organic STEM. That's so weird. But actually that must kind of be what they're knowingly doing, which is really interesting. <laughs> this makes so much sense now. Hmm. Tan is saying red teaming is also very big in the security. Yeah. By we get a hacker to get into our systems to identify security weaknesses and improvement, improving plans. Then we I get go to work for a day. What's blue teaming and purple teaming, Kanchan? I don't know. I want to go to work with Kenny for a day. I find what she does fascinating. I wouldn't understand anything. I wouldn't understand anything. I bet you're all weird. I'm going home now. <laughs> you're too clever. Okay, bye. <laughs> right, okay, we're up to date on uh, live. Okay. Let's say I am I'm tired today without some training. Okay. Kate Bartlett. I like your name because of President Bartlett in the West Wing. Thank you, Kate. Hi, Clever. Question for the live, pretty, pretty, please. Re-leg day gym workout. I have moved on from back and knee supported gym workouts to the regular ones, and I'm really enjoying them, so thank you. My only issue is that with leg day, I've found a couple of the exercises are a problem for me. These are the leg presses that puts a strain on my pelvic floor, and I need to avoid this. And the dumbbell lunge part of the superset um as the as the squats flare my knee up okay do you have any suggestions for a, a swap for both of these moves please that would fit in with the leg day i tried the swap function but it didn't give the appropriate suggestions love you both and thank you but what she's saying is she can't do the lunges because squatting hurts her knees so you and, and then, then she can't do leg press honestly i probably wouldn't swap them out like if you've got injuries and maybe do some more core or something but it sounds like if you can't squat lunge or leg press you know can you do extra leg extensions and by the way I did this for months and months and months where I the only three lower body exercises I did were really light leg press leg extension and leg curl so what would, what would I do I'd do them more right so the only things I can do I think we're always looking for like different exercises but more when you're very constrained by what you can do I'd probably just do more of the thing that you can do. So maybe that's five sets of leg extensions instead of three or something. Yeah, the, the, the issue is, is that you can't do lunges or squats as I guess what you're saying is the knee flexion flares your knee up, which is fine. So then the alternative is we put you on the machine and we'd give you leg press and leg extension. Leg press you can't do because of your pelvic floor. I'd like to know more about that, to be honest. Mm. Um, case of your pelvic floor and leg extensions already in there right so then I would do instead of leg press yeah I would do more leg extension so just I'm about to do a post on this actually just do more sets it's still hitting the same area and that's all you want is the total volume per area per week so no problem just do more leg extensions and in terms of not being able to squat or lunge instead maybe try a hip thrust movement um something like that uh, which isn't really hitting the exact same muscle, but you're still on lower body and you're targeting glutes, which most women want to target anyway. So, Ugh. what did black... you just blow? A little black hair on my phone. Oh, man's <laughs> just saying blue teaming is whereby you try to defend your security systems and controls. So, we have an internal threat hunter threat hunter who looks for threats and identifies how we can improve as a company purple teaming activities include both red and blue which equals purple oh, 
in terms of how this is actually orchestrated and executed, are all of you sat at your separate desk with your separate computers with your, your headsets? Do you talk to each other with Madonna headsets like blue team one, this is red team one, did it like do you do you or are you all to make purple team go? <laughs> yeah. Are you all together around one big computer and you're all, you know, it's very situation room-esque? Like, how does this how does this manifest itself, please? Thank you. I'm still imagining it as like laser quest. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm imagining it like some kind of Denzel Washington film with with bits on the screen and encryption and people with Madonna headsets. Maybe someone's outside with a wire trip wire. I'm so into this. <laughs> okay. Anything else? No, we're up to date. Until Cameron okay. gets back with with the scenario that is reality. She's like, no, it's all, well, what's she going to say? It's all automated. We just get the results and have a meeting about it. The next day I'll be like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> okay. Late rankings. Long post, long post alert. Hi, Clemma. I know you can't set goals. It's not that long, by the way. All right. I was like, <laughs> Emma, internally, you were like, oh. <laughs> well, I was going to write notes, but okay, fine. Yeah. Hi, Clemma. I know you can't set goals for us. Oh, yeah. I've had this conversation with you today, Liz. Um, but I'm after some coaching advice for being able to set my own goals when going to the gym isn't an option. For various ongoing health reasons, I've not been to the gym in about four to five weeks and I'm struggling to define what my meaningful goals are. I've been sticking to my non-negotiables, my steps and my calories, my protein, fruit and veg. These all feel quite small and having listened to the live last week, I think having such small routine-based and achievable goals is what's affecting my overall motivation and ability to stay on track. I don't want to focus on scale weight, although I do have some goals there. I'm not fixing any time limit to these goals. Previous to this, my aims were to go to the gym four times a week, lift heavier, get stronger. I've got a few events coming up in the next week, month and six months, and I want to look good. Brackets. I'm sorry. We'll come to this. Brackets. Thinner. Is it a case of taking measurements and using these to define my goals? If so, I'm not sure realistically what I can expect. Thanks. Okay, so I I really like it, Liz, that you have pinned down what your small routine-based goal should be. And that really is the non-negotiables of steps or kind of like weekly output, um, calories, protein, fruit and veg, because now you're ticking off health goals and also... Let's just change the word thinner because I don't know why I really dislike that word. And let's just say you want to lose some body fat. Um, the word thin to me just screams not healthy and I just don't like it. So we're just going to change that. Um, and, and I hear what you're saying, but I don't like it. So I'm going to change it. It's the word. It comes with so many negative connotations. And let's be honest, they're all associated with starving yourself, being unhealthy. And that's obviously just having read your post massively misrepresentative of you and what your real goals are. So we're just going to say you want to lose some adipose tissue. Okay. <laughs> so you're the I want you to stick to these things because these are health and also losing adipose tissue uh, dependent. So that's fantastic. I know what you're saying, right? If, you, if you're taking away the training and the feeling stronger and all of those amazing things that come with going to the gym every week and having a physical output that you really get the fruits of your labor from, I totally get that you feel a little bit like meat in, in it. And I understand that. 
What about maybe a different kind of physical goal, whether it's like a cardio goal or even just like swimming or something? I don't know, just something which your body can handle or whatever reasons it is that you can't train, that your body can can progress at that will replace the gym workouts. And the second thing I'll say, and I'm sure Emma will delve into this because she's gone through this with her back. What are the other goals outside of this? Just like I say, you can hit your fat loss and your health goals doing the steps and the calories and the protein, fruit and veg. What about other things what about bigger life goals way outside of this that you want to achieve and get good at or interests that you want to develop and and, uh, you know what are those and can you use that gym time to dedicate to this now and open up a new pathway in your life um Emma I'll let you elaborate on that because you're better at talking about that than me oh no I think that I was quite motivated by that oh okay I have a book suggestion for you because you now have time to read a book (laughs) I I'm pretty sure it's called The Slight Edge and it's one of the books that really made me think about I've read it quite recently so it's probably like the forefront of my mind but the whole like compounding effect so you're saying like these actions are quite small they probably don't do very much like they're a bit like boring or tedious or samesy or like well within my capabilities and I get what we were talking about last week but when you zoom out it's the tiny things that you do every day consistently that shape your whole life right Uh as an example of this if you spend 10 minutes a day or let's say you normally watch tv for an hour a day if you instead of watching tv for an hour a day you watch tv for 15 minutes a day sorry 50 minutes a day and did 10 minutes of journaling over the course of a year that would change your life like 100 right and even these small little things like if you were adding in 10 minutes of exercise and you've never exercised before over the course of a long enough period of time that will have a huge impact on your life. And I think in the moment, it's very easy to just think these choices are quite inconsequential, right? If you have a burger for dinner tonight, it makes no difference. If you do that every single day consistently, or you're making those kind of choices consistently over time, that really starts to add up. And I guess what's hard as like humans is realizing that these really quite small, in the moment, insignificant choices that you make over time are what makes your life like are what dictates the way in which your life goes or the way in which your health goes and certainly with like fat loss goals the way in which your progression towards fat loss goes but anyway that book really well articulated that and there's loads of different examples and essentially it's talking about compounding interest and I read a quote once and it was like when you realize how compounding interest works you become far wealthier. When you realize how it works outside of money, your life becomes far better. And by that, they kind of just mean like each little step. James Clear talks about it as like a a vote towards your future self. Like what would my future self be thankful for? Like, am I going to go out and do those extra 10 minutes of steps tonight or am I not? In the moment that day, it makes absolutely no difference. Over time, the fact that you're the kind of person that does that completely changes your results. Yeah. I think even if you're thinking, oh, these little things are kind of inconsequential, it doesn't really make a big difference. It does over time massively and it compounds to really have this incredible impact on your life. Love it. Love it. It's true. You talk about it, it's like in, I suppose all of these kind of coaches, they take psychological, um, I guess, beliefs and then they put their own coaching spin on it. But it is in, if you're a psychologist, will be time bridging the empathy gap which is thinking about your future self 
and taking small steps every day to better that position. Um, because yeah, as we've talked about before, you view your future self as a stranger and that obviously <laughs> isn't, isn't the best way. Um, so yeah, it's, I love that. And it's so true. Although I do understand what you're saying, Liz, you know, it can become monotonous and it can take the joy out of it, it can take the excitement out of it. So sometimes you want something else to get excited by, and especially if you're a goal focused person, which I know Emma and I are and James is as well. Um, sometimes you need something that's a little bit more like go-gettery in a way to kind of really find, to really get the joy out of something. Um, but then um, I also think what's impressive isn't what you do one day is what you do consistently. I think that's more impressive to me now. I'm like, if someone comes to me and says like, you know, I've stuck to doing this for a year. I'm like, that is a phenomenal. And it if it's way, you know, I've been way more impressed if someone was like, I've stuck to journaling for a year versus I've, I've done it for an hour for some reason every day for seven days. Like it's the length of time that you're consistent that's the most impressive thing. Yeah, 100%. And it's impressive because it's hard and again it can become monotonous I do think that there is also and I think this is very character dependent but sometimes with the consistency messaging it kind of overlooks that the type of character that's kind of maybe a bit more spontaneous a bit more like joie de vivre a bit more like where's my joy of life and the the coaching messaging of consistency which is 100% accurate you (laughs) those small efforts over time add up to a huge big slam bam finish slam bang finish um and and that's not to be denied but quite often I think the the reason that quite that so many people maybe really struggle with it and struggle because if everybody did it everyone would be in amazing shape everybody would be in fantastic look you can't deny what training consistently every week of every month of every year and same with being calorically and nutritionally aware every day of every week of every month of every year you can't deny that if a hundred percent of people did that a hundred percent of people would be in banging shape within five years like everybody would look baller within five years so if people know this and most people do know this why don't they and it's because it's it's so easy and some people do because some people can do that and they can and they can they can they can understand that and commit to that but some people don't because there is missing that like I say that spontaneity and that joy of life and so I think the trick is is to as Liz is saying fill any gaps or any voids with something which is going to excite you a passion a joy a thrill and then unfortunately even that is going to be about putting in the small efforts over time um but to keep that fresh and to keep that turnover um and I think it's yeah it is I guess it's the realization like because this is a really good example of it's the pursuit of a goal that's actually the most fulfilling part like being like right well I've got my marathon coming up so I have to do this and it gives you that energy and that motivation yeah and then without that it doesn't really matter what the goal is it's like waking up with a purpose yeah I totally get where you're coming from Liz because when part of that purpose at least has been taken away like you need as close saying you need to fill it with something else now it doesn't necessarily have to be the gym because the likelihood is for a period of time the gym is going to be quite boring for you and I've been there for years and so did Chloe more recently like it's not that fun going in and lifting like body weight squats or like oh, could I a kettlebell today like it's not it's not fun when you know what you're used to being able to do and you know what you can normally push your body but you still have to do it and then you can find excitement in other areas of your life 
I find it strange, can I just say, how, I don't know. I think doing, by the way, just a completely different point. I think doing body weight things, if you're trying to really focus on improving your form or whatever in every session is pivotal, especially with things like squats or like lower body, like understanding the difference between a hip hinge and a knee flexion and where you feel it and why and trying to marry everything that you're trying to marry in your in your in your lifting session together. And there are too many clients who are like, oh, you know, if with a, one of my last workouts was like a like a superset or a tricep of like reverse lunges curtsy squats and I think like squat jumps and they were like it just uh, I just I don't get anywhere with it because I don't hit failure and I'm like bollocks you're not thinking about form properly if I'm giving you this big body weight tricep for lower body and it's at the end of your lower body workout not the beginning the very end something's wrong I encourage all of you to start doing these body weight bits just to warm up and make sure that your form is perfect before you start lifting. Or yeah, I've been doing really short workouts recently, but like full body kind of circuits. I like it. Yeah, I like training like that. Just, just you know, when you just really don't have that much time to kind of faff around and like you're waiting in between sets and stuff. I'm like, oh, I've not really got time for that at the moment. But then I guess like people hear that and be like, oh, right, is that what I should be doing? It's like, no, no, no. I am accepting that I won't have as good hypertrophy responses from doing that. Like you have to, like, yeah, if you're going to do short, sharp workouts, they're great. They make you good at short, sharp workouts. They probably work your cardiovascular system a little bit more. Oh yeah. They're going to be optimal for body composition. Like, no, they're not. But that's, that's like the price you have to pay for making it a 20 minute workout versus an hour long. I did um, did some German volume training today, kind of, in terms of the sets and rest periods, but not the reps. I did. I, I didn't want to fuck oh, around. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, I did German volume training. I didn't do 10 sets of 10. Okay. I did 10 sets with one minute rest between sets, but I didn't change. I didn't want to fuck around with weights in, the, in that rest period and keep it. Like, I just didn't want to do it. So I did 10 sets of um, squats and RDLs. And I just basically started out a really a high rep range before technical failure of like 12 to 15 reps. And then I did AMRAP every set down. So it's kind of like a hybrid of German volume and pyramid. And I fucking loved it. And it was- so What do you mean? Uh, as many rounds as possible? You know, as many reps as possible. So I did 10 sets. 10 sets? Yeah, so I did 10 sets. I didn't change the weight once. I started oh. with a technical failure rep range of like 12 to 15 reps. So it was different on each one um what were your reps at the end like four four and five Mm -hmm. so with squats I started at 15 and went my way down to five and at RDLs I started on 12 and went my way down to four I didn't want to fuck around with the weight but it was so much fun just to switch it up now I could and I'm going to do a post on it because I filmed it all because you know at some point I have to post something about health and fitness (laughs) I filmed it all and I was like okay it's really tricky was your post about eggs and it was was like I've always been like one of my biggest fears is eggs on their own own. when I started dating James he would make me two poached eggs on their own on a plate and I was like I didn't say anything we just started dating but I was like this is really sad and upsetting didn't have any bread or anything no two poached eggs this is when he was with Phil Lurney was setting Phil Lurney was doing some carb cycle with him in the week to try and make sure that his body, when he got to game day, was capable of using whatever which fuel it had available, which, I mean, in hindsight now, we all know it's just complete nonsense. But at the time, it was like the au fait thing to do yeah. with sportsmen in particular. 
So like, like he would just give me like two poached eggs for breakfast. And I was just like, this is so, and then, and then when I like, when I, when I've gone really low calorie before and, you know, before shoots and stuff, just having like two scrambled eggs in a bowl, the guys, it's so upsetting. So now <laughs> like, how can I have like big voluminous eggs? mate these eggs are amazing so many people are under them like cucumber I'm not sure I'm like just fuck off and try it and then come back so because I just thought that's funny and then I didn't actually read the rest of it (laughs) what's in it tomato cucumber tomato cucumber I call them Lebanese eggs tomato cucumber red onion but like all diced and then feta cheese and it's Mm. so good guys coriander as well which I forgot to put in there I just realized coriander it's so good it's that amazing. does sound good I might try that tonight should not, not so much about cheese not really about that <gasps> don't feta cheese is the best oh, why is it Lebanese isn't that quite Greek I guess they're close aren't they all that Middle Eastern food's like all that Middle Eastern food but it's true you think about Greek salad and then you think about like tabbouleh and like all that it's all the same stuff just in different with a different like main ingredient it's so good though it's my fave uh Debbie's just saying this is exactly the vision I had as well and it's actually you sitting on that couch getting a plate of eggs and then just sliding off she was like two poached eggs sliding around the plate is very upsetting thank you depressing also there's no like toast or something like that it's sad and empty see now you all are thank you that you understood my vision emma Um, stir fry ways (laughs) jane on the subject of eggs nutrition question okay is it okay to eat eggs a lot a couple a day eggs are like yes 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 yeah yeah there was quite a few studies on this Oh yeah, on, on the monounsaturated part of the egg yolk being a bit something that lowers cholesterol. It's really interesting. Yes, mm. it's fine. It is fine, yeah. But when I read the study, I was like, oh my God, 12 eggs a week, that's insane. And then I thought, that's two eggs, like most days. That's not that bad, is it? I have eggs most days, not always. Sometimes I have my fruit, <laughs> my fruit and my protein bar or I don't know, whatever. But like I do, I, at the moment, I'm really into my frozen soffretti in a pan omelet like Wait, omelet. what's soffretti soffretti is like dice it's specific diced vegetables i think it's onions carrots and celery but it's really like again small like finely diced in a what, pan so you just put it it, it comes frozen. frozen. yeah because it's so tiny it takes like two minutes and then you and then pour the eggs in it two three eggs whatever you want i usually do three and then a tiny sprinkling of cheese any cheese really um and then oh my god like this is my new breakfast at the moment I'm into it that sounds amazing I'll post on it soon guys more eggs for Emma to be like what (laughs) it was just the way you were like it's always been really upsetting to me when I see eggs what I said hang on what I actually how it came across in my mind I can't remember exactly what you said I'm always a bit hesitant to have eggs on their own because it feels a bit sad and empty but this is an absolutely fantastic way to do them I love that I just said absolutely fantastic I do actually talk like that. I was much better. I don't talk like that. I do talk like that. Right. Okay. Are you ready for some quizzes? Okay. Emma, love this. I posted for book recommendations today and I've had two from you on the live. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, Okay. Sarah Lynn, thanks for all the support of my powerlifting post. You looked badass. Anyway, September comp gives me five months to get ready. Still searching for my exercise mojo but I have a feeling it will make an appearance soon. Also, not confident enough in my PR to share, maybe someday. 
oh Sarah Lynn it'll be way more than any of ours so <laughs> risky what's, what's yours on bench press my, oh, you know my bench is quite good I once spent 70 kilograms that's really good I don't really do bench but at the moment I've started doing it again since coming back from to training postpartum and it is what is it 40 40 kg which I'm really 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 happy with in America they do everything by LB so don't they yeah yeah so we wouldn't even understand what you were saying (laughs) (laughs) kind of double ish (laughs) yeah okay Kanchan um I mostly look after risk compliance so my part is very much making sure actions and risks are noted and people are compliant boring as hell she actually said the f word I don't know why I decided not to say it (laughs) (laughs) okay right what else do we have I'm having what how do you say it sash saksu saksia (laughs) (laughs) yeah that Helen said she's having it for breakfast at the moment so good Mm. Mm. eggy eggy tomato stew what a brilliant dish people who have my books know that I love a shakshuka I'm so uncultured I don't know what any of these things are right that's why Um, you didn't understand the egg post Emma (laughs) uh been making mine with mushrooms and zucchini oh not courgette with mozzarella in a protein wrap so good oh this Mm. sounds so good Breakfast burritos are amazing. Or burrito. Everything wrapped in a wrap is amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, Helen. Hello, lovely ladies. I'm feeling rotten with some sort of weird virus. Exhaustion, swollen glands. I'll be honest, I'm knackered. So just eating bread and biscuits, even though I know that fruit and veg will make me feel better. Can one of you just give me a kick up the ass, please? Why don't we compromise? Have some bread and biscuits and then try and have either a protein bar or some I don't know animal protein something eggs eggs in that scrambled eggs on toast when you're poorly are kind of doable um try and have some protein and then a portion of fruit once a day each and let's try and build on that I think you might be surprised if you wake up in the morning and you make the effort to have your toast like your bread with some scrambled eggs on top that you might find that by lunchtime you actually make a better decision than biscuits agree Okay, Jennifer, I do need to eat eggs more. I don't know why, but they give me a heebie-jeebies on their own. No, there you go. We'll try the Lebanese eggs. There you go. There you go. Okay. I don't know about warm cucumber. I'm like, you just mix it in at the end. Like, don't be annoying. I think one of those things, right? Now people are going to be like, well, if you're going to accept the compliment on social media, then you have to accept the counterpart. And I'm like, bollocks. If someone put up a photo of food that I thought looked weird or gross or whatever on social media, I wouldn't comment, ew, it looks gross. I would if I say, mm, that looks so good. I'm going to try that. I actually disagree that you have to accept. I'm just like, don't comment. My pet peeve, one of one of many, it's like if you order food or you, and someone like, uh, what's that? I'm like, so rude. Oh, unbelievably rude. It's like, you don't don't have to eat it. Same with stuff on social media. Like, oh, I did. Oh, I did a post about like carbs the other day. And I was like, when I get, when I try and get lean, I usually just cut my calories by cutting carbs. This is how I do it, right? Someone else was like, I didn't cut carbs. Okay. Like, but like four or five posts, like I did, I didn't cut carbs. I'm like, literally nobody asked you. And also there's so many caveats. Like the first thing is caveat. You do not have to cut carbs. This is just how I do it. And this is why, right? 
And then there's always someone that's like, hey, good post, but that's not how it, I'm like, okay, <laughs> nobody cares. And also like the fucking nerve and audacity to take you on. I'm like, I'm sorry, are you okay? Are you okay? It's, do you know what? It's just so annoying. I, I um, what was I going to say? I got, you know what? I just caveat it all now. I just caveat everything. So like, what was the last one I did? I can't, oh, when people, when I do a before and after and I'm like, please don't comment she looked better before you're still body shaming someone. Thanks. And also shaming their work. So fuck off. Uh, and then I felt obviously because I had a big night out on Saturday, really a big day out really. Cause James was doing two big DJ gigs back to back first at Fat Tony's brunch and then at the Ned. So obviously me and all my friends went thinking it was going to be free piss. It wasn't, the bill was like extortionate. And we were like, uh oh. <laughs> so obviously me and all my friends went, we got a sitter for Bodie. It was fine. Everything's fine. Of course, every time, like, don't you have a baby at home? I'm like, here's how much I care about that question in an equation. Zero times zero divided by zero equals zero. Fuck off. Like, I'm an amazing mom. I'm allowed to have a night out. Fuck off. That is, I hate stuff like that. Yeah, but we, I'm sorry, no offense. And I'm just going to say it. And I don't mean to offend anyone. The reason why I am so bored of writing health and fitness posts, which I've been doing for fucking 12 years, right? Uh, not 12, that's a lie, 11 years. And I'm so bored of it. And especially now when I don't know if it's my echo chamber or it's everybody thinks that they're writing some massively enlightening health and fitness posts. Every time I go on Instagram, I scroll and I'm like, another coach, another post, they th- another one, another one, another one. And I'm like, in a way it's making me cringe a bit. I'm like, like it's annoying and it's overkill and it's too much. And this is me and I work in health and fitness and I love my job and I'm fascinated by it. And I, but even I'm like, oh, there's too many people who think their message needs to be heard. And I'm sorry, but these people, Emma, me and you have had this conversation before in our industry. He's like, everyone's copying me. No one's fucking copying you. Everyone's writing the same shit because there's only so much to say, period. Yes, absolutely agree. And, and that's kind of what I mean by like com- people commenting underneath. I'm like, yeah, of course you're talking about oh, this. I know. That's like, like, we're yeah. All- yeah. Oh, guess how you achieve fat loss? A calorie deficit. Oh my God, I just wrote about this. It's so weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. It's everywhere. Yeah, and also I'm like, no, this is a post that I copy and pasted from me writing a post five years ago because it's exactly the same message that needs to be. I ha- I have had this before after I had Bill Campbell on the podcast, or maybe it was after I went on something he did. Anyway, something we did something together, and then I wrote a post. Like again, I don't really read other people's health and fitness because I find it a bit annoying. I'm like, oh whatever. But I did a post, and then some girl tagged him under it. Like, didn't you do a post like this two weeks ago? And I was like. Lots of IRA screaming coming from in here. Yes, I'm having a rant. Yeah. Um, do you want a coffee or something? I would love one. Thank you. Can I please? Yeah, you, <laughs> Maybe don't give me coffee then. James is telling me to stop screaming. Stop screaming. You're, fix, you're fixing nothing from the sofa. Relax. No, I'm coffee. loving it. We're having a great time. <laughs> um, and I was like, don't do that. Do not do that. That's very, very annoying. Yeah, especially when people are trying to stir the pot and you're like, you do know that like, we all know and like each other. I know that's another thing like yeah and also just to reiterate nobody's copying you there is only so much we can say and so many ways we can say it whether it's like I don't know with a canvassing or with a selfie or with a with a video of you training or with a photo of your food I don't want the biscuits but I'll take the coffee I'll, I'll, I'll thank you in front of the oh, James, James keeps trying to feed me yeah. he's been offering me cupcakes and, and soup what kind of biscuits 
chocolate digestion. She's pretending for the clients that she's not going to eat them. No, I'm genuinely not. I'm cleaning up my diet because I'm like, my head's in the zone now. We're going on holiday in a couple of weeks. I'm like, in where are you going? We're going to Florida Keys. I know that's oh, random to some people. Yeah, I'm really excited. Family holiday. Oh, cute. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Kat and Chance are saying, good for you, Gertrude. <laughs> um, re-rude comments on social media. My cousin commented on a photo of me two weeks postpartum saying, you look tired. <laughs> no shit, Charlotte. No, that's just my face. So rude. Of course you're tired. You literally just... <laughs> Did I tell you about that midwife who came over? Saw me looking like this. I was at my parents' house at the time. Saw a photo of me with full hair and makeup on, done, like posing with my mum on the wall, and was like, "Is that you?" And I went, "Yeah." She went, "It looks nothing like you." And I was like, "I just had a baby. You're oh. a midwife." If people don't think even a tiny bit, like even as you would, because there's a pause there as well between her asking that question and you answering, which would be enough time to be like, "I should say, oh, it's a lovely photo. Not you look nothing like that." <laughs> my god um okay tamsin hey ladies my right hip flexor i think objects routinely to exercise not enough to stop me but it aches afterwards do you think this will lessen as i get stronger or should i just should i be adding some exercises slash moves and stretches to help thank you yeah yeah you need to do some warm-up stretches so um hip flexors well it's opening up your hips i like (laughs) Uh, I like to cut like think of it like a twerk you you come into like a like a squat but you pull your legs open at the same time and then obviously you can do the same on the floor pushing your knees down and you want to do everything dynamically so you (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh at me so you want a bit of a bounce in it um again like again glute stretches will stretch out so one foot over knee and pushing down on that you need to stretch them out um and if they start to get more malleable it'll it'll get better okay agree um jody hi clemmer this is my first round and first message and i started a week late um to get my head around things cool so a little nervous about posting a question though i know i shouldn't be of course not right i completed the the gym leg workout on sunday and had an odd slash sore feeling at the top of my knee slash bottom of my thigh thigh with a th not an f on the front of my leg. Yeah. <laughs> the top of my, yeah, okay, right, I've got it. Um, <clears throat> whilst doing the single leg extension, almost enough pain for me to stop doing the exercise. Is this normal? Okay, so she had a pain at the top. Uh, it depends what kind of pain it is. Anyway, so I tried to follow the setup on the machine and think it was set up properly for me. Another random question is, um, uh, 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 Another random question is, could someone please explain what is push and pull? What is the difference and why are they separated out? Just curious. I'm doing three gym workouts a week, push, pull, legs. And I think after listening to the live last week, I might change the order, pull, legs, push. Um, What is the best order in the week to split these exercises? Many thanks for everything you do. Appreciate it so much and learning more and more every day. Oh, we're welcome, Jodie. So if it's pain as opposed to muscular pain, no, it's not normal. Yeah, that's the thing. So with muscular, so 
It sounds like so you're the four muscles of the quad, and I just made sure that I've got this right. It's not that there's four, obviously, <laughs> but I want to make sure that I get the the right muscle. So as Emma's saying, a soreness that goes from the your thigh um, into your kind of knee is, which is what she's saying, right? That's that's your rectus femoris, so that's your your kind of biggest quad muscle. It goes right down the front, and if you get a soreness there, even mid workout that's normal and like we were just saying about hip flexors you want to stretch it out before so you grab your oh god sorry I stepped on a plug grab your foot behind your butt and you pull out and you stretch out that whole quad muscle um I love these completely nondescript <laughs> displays I do um as Emma said if it's pain and especially if it's more localized to the knee that would indicate more tendonitis or bursitis something of that nature and that's not great so you need to kind of determine what it is. And then I'll let Emma answer the rest because she does the gym workouts. Um, okay, so the rest is, can you change the order? Yes, absolutely. Ideally, I'd probably put push in the middle of pull and legs because pull and legs are bigger muscle groups. It'll give you more recovery. But if I'm totally honest, it doesn't matter that much. Mm. And uh, why have we split push and pull? That's just to give you more recovery. So you're working predominantly muscles that, have pushing movements and then pulling movements which means that when you're doing your push workouts your muscles from the pull workout can be recovering and adapting and growing and vice versa so that's why we split it up um okay Carrie hi lovely ladies I know you have probably been asked this so many times and I may need to pay more attention what can I do instead of mountain climbers as my hips click Sorry, hit send before finishing. My hips click when I do mountain climbers and they hurt. Thank you. I think mountain climbers are in one of my new workouts just as a finisher. And I'm guessing, would it be push or pull? I don't know. Um, it's just the finisher. So the reason I would have put it in there is because it will have correlated with whatever that I'm doing in the workout. Mountain climbers really will hit everything. So I can't tell you off the top of my head what that is. Um, but just finish it off with a little bit of cardio steady state like moderate intensity maybe pushing a little bit into higher intensity but by no means hit if you don't want to um so really yeah any kind of any kind of cardio output is a finisher for the same amount of time are they the home workouts i don't know it depends it's, it's a finisher like that's just something i throw in there sometimes just to make people be like oh, so i just wonder if she's at home and doesn't have any cardio equipment in which case do really much easier and you'll be able to go for a while, but you'll get, you'll, you'll exhaust yourself eventually. Do um, star jumps really easy. And you think star jumps are easy? Yeah, I can go and go and go and go. And then I'm like, fuck me. It's been like five minutes and I'm not remotely tired. Yet. But yeah, I suppose not everyone can. Maybe that's me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really do anything that's impacts anymore. Yeah. Mm. Okay, should we do one more question? Okay. Go I on, love that James's solution to calm me down was to give me more caffeine. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you're drinking, then you can't be screaming. <laughs> but you're, you're getting the question. Oh, I thought you had one on the line. Uh, okay, fine. Okay, let me go. Here we go. Oh, it just came out a bit rude. How rude. Okay. Uh, oh, Carrie again. When you hear the name Carrie, what do you think? You don't think of anything, do you? 
Carrie Underwood. Oh, what? Oh, I was thinking either Carrie Stephen King Carrie or Carrie Sex in the City, and you just completely called. Love that. Maybe next time I'll think. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Emma, this is one for you. Since hitting perimenopause, my recovery from my gym sessions has been shocking. I'm on HRT and they take creatine, magnesium and zinc daily. But after leg day, the pain in my knees is excruciating and it takes me about four days to feel normal again. It's not DOMS, it's joint pain. Are there any other supplements that I should be including to help with this? I'd like to do an additional workout per week, but I can't do any kind of squat movements after a leg day. Any thoughts, Emma? If it's causing that much pain, I think we need to avoid squatting. So kind of what we talked about right at the start, like you can still work those muscles, but you might have to do it in different ways that isn't going to cause that amount of pain. That will also allow you to train again sooner. So actually it'd probably be better to, let's say, hit your quads twice, but doing leg extensions twice a week versus doing squats once a week and then being in pain afterwards. Um, and then with perimenopause, what often helps people is doing shorter, sharper workouts, um, as opposed to like big leg day workouts. Like I don't know if I would put in a full leg day, especially if you're getting knee pain, you might do like two or three lower body workouts a week, but mixed in with some upper body or some core that don't have half as much volume in. Yeah. Don't knee pain post leg workout menopausal or not yeah that's not good not not a sign that you should be carrying on with specifically like knee hinge movements no okay great thanks for the excellent questions everyone thanks for our ranted again i'm very excitable today oh wait when are we back friday friday I mean, I literally have to drive from Oxfordshire to, but I will do it. I will. Well, I mean, I have to check out. Yeah, I'll do it. I reckon I'll be back by two. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I think it's at three. Yeah, I'll be back by two. Oh, right. Okay. 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 Right. Bye.